0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to, uh, what is it today? April 17th, Patriots Day. Hope you're all feeling a little patriotic today. Happy Patriots Day. I know the Boston Marathon has already started. The Red Sox game is in a slight rain delay. <laughs> you know, Patriots Day used to be called, uh, what? Was, um, Esca- not excavation, but evacuation day back in the 1700s. I did not know that. But anyway, so hopefully everybody's having a wonderful Patriots Day. It's a great day to be alive, great day to be an American. Today we have... From, okay, the uh, from the state of Arizona, all right, and we have uh, Sherry Park. And Sherry, welcome to the show. Hit star six on your phone, please. By the way, that's the Camel back office too, so everybody knows where you're from. Star six. <laughs> there you go. Okay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can you hear me? Okay. You and I've been coached. Okay. Yes, I can. You sound great. Okay. Awesome. So, um. You and I have been coaching for a while together, which has been going – I've been really enjoying I hope you have, too. And I just want – I know you, so I just want you to spend a couple minutes, tell them who you are, how long you've been doing this, maybe what you've got for an award uh,
1: this past year. That'd be great. Sure, (laughs) sure. Um, So it's my eighth year, so I'm going on nine in October, which is kind of surprising myself. But um, I started Mm -hmm. as a CPA back in 1991, had my own CPA firm you know, specialized in construction, home building, and all that, and just kind of decided to segue in 2014 into real estate. Um, I actually, my very first award was a gold chairman in 2018. So I've kind of vacillated um, below that since then. I got a president's circle, uh, leading edge a couple times this last year, got leading edge. So my goal is to get back to um, gold chairman. So. Uh-huh. Like that yeah, you've made some big changes
0: in your business, right, because you were dealing with an investor, and now you're actually going out there and,
1: you know, yes.
0: prospecting it right. up yourself.
1: Yes, and you were very helpful in getting me through that. <laughs> it was a hard time. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind
0: of, you know, it's like a false security when you have a lot of your business coming from one or two people, and then right. they start asking things like, can you do it for less and wasting your time, Right.
1: Yeah. And my situation was a little bit different than that. Um, My investor passed away unexpectedly. And there was a little bit of that going on, um, some other stuff. But for the most part, you know, he was a good investor. Um, But you're right, I have heard of um, other agents that have gotten that same setup, and then all of a sudden they want less, they want to pay you less, or they're questioning whether, you know, once you just do this lease and then you end up doing a whole bunch of leases, which can be you know a good segue into getting the deals, but you just have to always be cautious of your time and making sure that it's the right thing for you.
0: Yeah, well, tell us a couple of big things you've learned from making that transition, like you know a lot of your business coming from one person, like you said, he was great, but you know things happen, people die, people yeah. get divorced, people decide, right. you know, they get their egos get huge, right? So, and then now you're doing it arm's length one at a time. Um, you know, how is that? What, what was the biggest things you learned during that transition?
1: Um, you know, I guess I learned that you have to trust in yourself and know that you have what it takes. I kind of almost lost a little confidence when I had that investor, not that I lost confidence in the deal, but lost confidence in my ability to go out and get more business because I hadn't had to for, I think, 18 months. I didn't have to go. Not only did I not have to go, I didn't go and try um, to go and get other business because I had too many commitments. So I kind of lost a little confidence. But I think I did learn, you know, even if something like that happens again, which kind of sort of did, to still keep at, Getting my own business, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's the key. You got to keep out there, keep pumping it, keep prospecting, keep talking to people, keep filling the pipeline. Otherwise, it eventually dries up.
1: Right, right. Yeah. You rely. On, I mean, in all honesty, that kind of happened with me in Realtor. dot com. I was getting a lot of business from there, and then all of a sudden, after twenty twenty two, I want to say, it's been a year, it all dried up. So, you know, you have to keep, keep evaluating what you're doing to get your business and because it's not going to always be the same. Mm.
0: Right. Yeah, So because yeah, you were spending money on realtors. A lot of people spend money realtors.com, Zillow. And I've heard mm-hmm. a lot, especially in the last couple of years, especially Zillow, too. I mean, they sell it to so many people that you're in competition for those leads anyway, right?
1: Yeah, there's two different levels. There's a level for shared and unshared, and I learned the hard way to always go with unshared so that I was not, because what would happen is I would get in competition with a team of 10 people. It was only supposed to be me and one other person, but that one other person was a team. So, yeah, you have to, you so it's always really have you to the your Yeah, so you always have to read the fine print, look and see all the nuances, even though it was double the price to go unshared, then it was just me and I was getting the deals again.
0: Right, there you go. Uh, Good, good, good thought. Good, good. Any other, are you on any other um, sources for internet leads?
1: You know, I've dabbled with a few. Uh, Google pay-per-click, didn't really get too much with that. I've done... Facebook, didn't get too much of that. So I got to say, I'm not doing that as much as maybe somebody else would. And if they have some secrets on that, I'd like to hear them. (laughs) But um, Uh you know what? Making calls and keeping up with my sphere. And honestly, I can tell you I've probably lost six figures with not keeping up with my sphere from the very, very, very beginning. If I had done that, um, I would have probably had at least $100,000 more. So,
0: yeah, um, that's an that's important point. You know, some, so many seasoned veterans like yourself that I introduce, that, that I talk to, uh, interview, not introduce, inter- interview, say the same thing. You know, if I had just started working that sphere from the beginning, it's just, it's just it's weird that we, and I think it boils down to, I don't want to call people and beg for business. And it's not begging. It's just letting them, reminding them who you are, keep, keeping the friendships going, Right.
1: Yeah. And you know, and maybe I'm not saying sphere of influence properly. I'm talking mm. about um, people that I had sold properties to. So yeah. people that um, I had sold properties to back in 2014, I think between 2014 and 2019, I didn't keep up with them. I didn't send them any cards. I didn't reach out to them. I didn't invite them to lunch. I didn't. I honestly did the horrible thing and just Forgot about them, and um, yeah, I've learned definitely to keep in touch and enjoy the friendships and stuff like that. Mm.
0: Yeah, the, the the past clients I, I lump them together. Past clients, in the sphere of influence, because you you kind of treat them the same. But yeah, that's a that's a huge one because you know you've already done business with them. I know your customer service is um, awesome, so keeping in touch with them is is huge.
1: Yeah. So everybody since then, since uh, 2019, I've definitely kept in touch with, and every single one has, you know, reached out to me to sell their house again or buy a new one because they may be an investor. Um, but the others, you know, and you can't blame them. It's not their responsibility to go find your card from five years earlier to say, who was that person? <laughs> you know? Right. It's, it's your responsibility right. to, you know, keep that relationship going.
0: Right, it is your responsibility because it's not their job to remember what you do. It's your job to constantly mm-hmm. remind them what you do.
1: Right, exactly. So, so anything else like that. that you...
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, anything else you can think of from making your transition? Because, you know, there are people on here that work with investors or builders or both or whatever, and I know that I did, and I, I learned a lot in my transition when I went from 50% of my business from one person to doing it mostly myself. But anything else you can think of that they should maybe uh, could learn from?
1: I would say carve out time every single day to do your own business, you know, because yes, when you're dealing with an investor, you have a lot of responsibilities to that investor and that can take up a lot of time. Um, But just carve out 10% of your day at least to do your own thing, to do your own business plan, to follow your own business plan. And I think that that, Daily reminder that you do have your own business will be good for you too
0: mm that's right that's that, that's good too absolutely absolutely all right cool now your so what things do you do on a daily basis to secure a new business give them a like what kind of you know um, right. proactive so activities I, that you do
1: yeah, so one thing I definitely do every day is I have expired um that get Fed into my CRM and they get put on an action plan and uh-huh. they get um, these emails that I created very a long time ago, but they're kind of informative of, you know, what it's like when you lose a listing, you know, expired or canceled and how you feel and whether it was really only about price. And, you know, there's just all a whole bunch of different things. So they get one of these emails every um, two days, I think i have to check. It could be every day. Um, and so then I track um, who's opening. And, you know, they have the right to unsubscribe, and some people do. That's fine. Um, but then if they start to open my emails a couple times, then I put them on the neighborhood uh, reports that we have. And wow. I've gotten some business that way. Yeah. Right. So it's just one ne- of those doesn't take a lot of time. I do every day.
0: Right, and I really like that neighborhood report, too, because it's very hyper-local. Uh, they open mm-hmm. it, it tells you. You know what they're looking at. It's a very helpful report to look, first off, to give them great information, and then it allows you to look yeah. like you're paying attention because you can contact them if they open it.
1: Yeah. And then one thing I started doing um, probably a couple of years ago, and I don't do it every day, but I try. I have it on my um, time sheet because I do keep a timesheet every day. Um mm-hmm. And it's to do a daily revenue commitment, and my it's the small one, so you'd think I could do it every day. But um, my daily, daily revenue commitment is three people that I've never talked to before, and so I do track that, um, but it's supposed to happen every day.
0: <laughs> mm. that's interesting. You think be, so? Sorry, is that like back from your days of being a CPA, or is that just something you've always done? is keeping your own time card.
1: Uh Yeah, so it's back in the day of being a CPA. You know, we, you know, i have kept a time sheet since, I want to say, the late 80s. '80. Yeah, my first job, when I, 1988. And so I've always had to keep time. And so, you know, I I dabbled with not doing it, but then I was like, I feel like I'm not getting enough done, you know. And then I'd go mm. back to it, and then I, I would uh, – it helps me locate the issues in my um day, yeah, I like it It's not that hard, keeps me on track, and um I can see at the end of the day like you know the different pockets i keep i have um different pockets of business versus marketing business, personal um you know house cleaning, that kind of stuff, so I can see where my goals are. I know it sounds crazy but. <laughs>
0: No, I think it's great. It's
1: that, it doesn't take that much time. It really doesn't.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's great. When you, whenever, you, whenever you write stuff down, write your goal, like I just finished success series last week, and I, I give them a weekend exercise to do, and mm-hmm. I'm always curious as to how many people actually do it. The ones that actually do it are the ones that you can tell are committed to the process, because you've got to do the work. That's you know, the old saying, working in your business and working on your business, and I think working on your business is critically important, but not a lot of people do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I used to be an auditor, a uh, financial statement auditor, and one of the things that they always impressed upon us is that if you didn't write it down, you didn't do it. So, right. you know, I anytime it. you do an audit um, task and you did something toward the audit, you had to document it. And once the audit was done, the files were locked down. So it's not like you could document it later. So I, that's kind of where I got that, I guess, work ethic.
0: That's great. Yeah, you got to know your numbers, too. You don't have to go crazy in real estate, but I think knowing your numbers is critically important as well.
1: Yeah. So I'm also reading a book. I don't know if you want to know that or not, but I'm reading a book that, or listening yeah. to it on the Audible while I'm working out, and I'm kind of intrigued about it. I'd heard about it. It's the um, 12-week year, I think, um, to break down oh, yeah. the year into 12 weeks. Um, and so I'm kind of intrigued. I'm only on chapter three, I think. Um, but that's one of the things I like to do that I kind of got away from was working out and listening to books that kind of further my career.
0: Great career, too. Yeah. Is
1: that Tim yeah. Ferriss?
0: I think it might be, right?
1: Yeah, oh, that's a good question. I want to say yeah. Brian. Something. Oh,
0: OK. Uh, right, no big deal.
1: Brian Morgan and Michael okay. Ledington.
0: Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, I think I know which one that but is. But the
1: miracle, the, you know, some of them are really good. Like the Miracle Morning for Real Estate, that one was really good. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out Anything, there.
0: Anything. There is a lot of good stuff out there. Anything that would, uh, you know, because I think working out every day, you know my thing. Working out every day is important. And I think listening to good stuff while you're working out, I mean, it's really hard you have to go. Re- you have to really try hard to have a bad day. If you start out your day with like an hour of each one of those, work out for an hour and yeah. listen to that for an hour, it's it's kind of sets you on the right track, doesn't it?
1: It does. It really does. And you know, I I can sometimes be a news junkie, and I know that's horrible. And we've talked about that. Uh,
0: but <laughs> this
1: is like that counterbalance to the news junkie part of me. <laughs> you know, yeah. to get the positive. You know things, how to do things to help you versus the, you know, day-to-day news that can get a little bit uh, down, I don't know, can affect your psyche if you get into it too much.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing about the news. As soon as you turn it on, it's like an accident. You can't turn away from it. You just keep looking even though you don't want to. Right, so yeah. that's why the key is the key is not to turn the TV on. That's what I do at my house anyway. I just don't turn it on. <laughs>
1: You're better at that than I am. I like I gotta get a little bit of news.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I hear I hear because my wife is a news junkie and she local news all just everything. 60 Minutes, so that's one of her favorite shows. So
1: anyway, yeah, I have okay. gotten away from local news. I've, I don't watch the local. I just kind of keep a high level of you know what's going on, but I just, I do try to stay away from that. I have um, somebody that like calls me all the time with bad news. I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, I don't want to hear it. Right. How do you know what's going on in the world?
0: I I, I know plenty of what's going on in the world. You don't have to know every little single detail.
1: Right, right. And, yep. and, you know, the thing that I don't like the most about the news, and then I can move on, but I don't like people guessing about the future because nobody knows the future. And I, I get tired of these people saying, oh, well, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And I'm like, you don't even know, so why am I listening to you? So, anyway. Right. That.
0: That's true. No, you're right. You're right. They don't. And, and, and today the, it's really someone's opinion of the news. They take it even one step further today. It's not really the news a lot of times. It's their opinion of the news.
1: And that's what is insulting, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just want your facts. If you have
1: some facts, tell me your facts, but don't tell me what you think is going to happen in the future. (laughs)
0: Just the facts, or give me the real numbers. That's right. (laughs) All right. Cool. All right. So, okay. So, successful agent. Been doing this eight years now. Tell them, like, what was your top three things? Like, things that you think about in order to be successful, to be a success in this business. What would you give them? Your top three things
1: confidence not Mm -hmm. and confidence comes with knowledge um so like when you're doing an open house and you're when you're doing a showing or where you're doing the deal do you know the contract do you know the house that you're talking about do you have confidence and um and and the counter to that is don't say something that you don't know for sure um so but yeah I, i i think that I had a certain amount of confidence already just because of my owning my own business and stuff like that. But there's just that certain je ne sais quoi that you have to have, and that's confidence. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I agree with that 100%. But, okay. And it's very mm-hmm. obvious when you're talking to people and you're trying to list their home if you're confident. Now, there's between confidence and cockiness. Cockiness is arrogance. Oh, sure. Confidence means yeah. I know what I'm talking about and it comes across.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good, I love that one. Um, I, got a, I got a call from some guy. He goes, you think you can sell my house? I go, I know I can sell your house. I don't even know what his house was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's
0: the right answer. Yeah. It's all dependent upon the right price terms and everything. But can. Yeah, right.
1: Of course. But I don't need to go into all the ifs and stuff like that. I know I can. No. I mean, it's more do right. you want to sell it. So, But I'm not going to say right. that to him. Um well oh you know what that brings up another thing that's good. Don't say everything that you think. <laughs> right. Exactly. I've definitely I've definitely learned that, um, you know, in this business, whether it's dealing with agents or your clients or vendors, that um you can get goaded into a uh, dispute very easily and the more calm and cool and collected in dealing with a the- facts that you can be, the better you will be. Okay, cool. I love it.
0: Perfect. Yeah. All right, cool. How about number two on your list?
1: That was number two. Oh, I'm sorry. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. i thought I number thought three was now. <laughs> okay,
0: well, all right, number three.
1: Mm. I'm like, I only have three. <laughs> um, <laughs> number three is to take some time to do something fun for yourself that you like, Um, you know, because this can be a really stressful um, career. And if you have something that you're looking forward to or something maybe that you just did that you can remember, you know, don't be afraid to go on vacation. (laughs) Business will come like crazy when that happens. I don't know why, but anybody that's in real estate will tell you plan a vacation and all of a sudden you'll have deals. So don't be afraid to do that, um, but be available, you know. Um, I guess that kind of goes with the other, answer your phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. always, right. Yeah, just answer your phone. And, the, and I, I'm i just the kind of person that I'm always available. If I'm awake, I'm available. So even if I'm on vacation, it doesn't bother me to take a few minutes to answer a question, you know. So.
0: Right. So yeah,
1: do gotcha. something fun for yourself.
0: Yeah, do some, Yeah, take some time and do something fun for yourself. I love it.
1: Yeah. All but right. My three.
0: Those are free. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. So, um, so, all right. So I've got them all written down too, because we'd like to do that little uh, social media post. I love that. Oh, all right. Cool, cool. Um, go ahead. Anything else oh. you want to add? You can add another one if you
1: want. <laughs> I can add another one. Um, uh-huh. you know, this is something I've been toying with is to get more involved with the community and things that are of interest to me. So that's kind of my goal for this year. Um, so I haven't done it, so I don't really know what it's going to do, but for some reason it's just something I'm kind of pulled toward is to get more involved with, you know, our community and the planning and zoning and what's going on with that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think, um, Having something to look forward to that you haven't done before. I think that's kind of where I'm at. Trying to do different things that I haven't done before. I think that's good. I think that's good.
0: And I think the the question you ask yourself is, do I do that with business, which is fine? Or do I do that with hobbies or vacations Mm -hmm. or something like that? So I think, and maybe both is the answer.
1: Yeah, I think it is. I think it's both. I think you, you know, start taking up things that you really like. Um, you know, and it's not its not a problem to change your mind. Like, I took up Spanish three, four years ago, and I just got to that point where it's like, well, I know enough to, to order some cerveza. But, <laughs> but yeah. I, I couldn't <laughs> keep up the daily um, requirement to get fluent. I mean, me getting fluent is probably not going to happen, So, but I, I have learned, you know a certain amount that I'm okay with. And so now it's time for me to just move on to something else and um, try to do better. I took up golf again. So it's kind of, I guess my fun thing for me. Yeah. I took 10 years off. Yeah. I took 10 years off. I thought I wasn't going to do it till I retired, but I'm not retired. So I decided to still do it anyway.
0: (laughs) You have a goal of being better by the time you retire. So you can kick everybody's butt.
1: There you go. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yes. So, yeah, and it's funny the way, you know, when you start to open yourself up, you start to be introduced to people that have the same things, and so it creates even more, you know, personal relationships and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, and and,
0: and having those connections, you know, um, a group of people, you know, because g- g- golf is a tremendous place to prospect. I know guys in Arizona. Well, your market, you know, North Scottsdale, a couple guys, you know, you'd recognize their names. I mean, they do a majority of their business from the golf club, from the neighborhood, mm-hmm. people that are in the same neighborhood that's part of the golf community. And so, when you're out there talking to people in the clubhouse a year, you're prospecting too. You can do this so many different ways. That's what makes real estate so
1: awesome. Exactly, exactly. So this is definitely one of those businesses where you can have fun and still be you know, business oriented and do the work that you need to do. So we should take advantage of that.
0: I agree 100%. And and the thing is, is that it allows you to, you know, I mean, it allows you that freedom. I mean, you basically, it's kind of like you're writing a book and your book is your real estate business and how you're going to do it. And, you know, there's so many ways you can do it, but what fits your personality, what things do you like doing or dislike less? Because there's always going to be a part that makes you a little uncomfortable that you don't really look forward to, but that's any business.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then you can you know, decide like whether to outsource it or not.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. It can't help. It isn't great to work out every day. Or it but eventually you just get addicted to it because you love the way you feel. It's the same type of thing. Prospecting does that exact thing or
1: however yep. you
0: talk to people and feel your pipeline, right?
1: Yep, exactly. Daily activities lead to an actual sense you know like sometimes we think oh it's not going to make a big difference it does anytime anytime you do anything every single day it will make a big difference in the end
0: yeah and you get better and more efficient and more effective at doing it too and like you said like your first point you're you're more confident with it too
1: true very true
0: all right cool all right anything we're just about time so perfect perfect anything any final words you want to leave these anything on your mind you want to say that you haven't said yet
1: uh you know what, I I guess this is, you didn't ask me to say this so I won't, you know, this is just kind of weird but I get calls all the time to change from Berkshire Hathaway and Mm -hmm. I just have no desire at all to change from Berkshire Hathaway. I mean we get so much here and Recruiting um, calls. Yeah, I get recruiting calls all the time and um, so I just you mean anybody thinking about doing that you might want to think because if you talk to somebody that did do it, you'll see that they're not always so happy where they go. So,
0: yeah, we have a woman. It's funny you say that, and I re- I really appreciate that. Thank you. That's the kind of atmosphere that we try to put here. I have a woman that I just saw again on Friday, at one of our offices. Who um, she left and went to four companies before she came back, just thinking. And she's like, you know what, I should never have left. But then I thought, okay, yeah. maybe it's this. Okay, may-. And now she's back here, and she's a she's a very good agent. So you get distracted. It's it's it's. Especially when you're newer, you get those calls, you know, like, oh, my God, they, they're giving me attention. They're, because, you know, as soon as you start producing, they want you to go to their company. That's just part of this business, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah, and that's what happened to me in 2018 when all of a sudden I was doing all this business. I'm like, it was, like, flattering. And then I'm like, wait a minute. This, this is for them, not for me. <laughs> they want my business. They want me to do that. And so I was like, well... So, personally, I never made the jump, and I'm glad I didn't.
0: Well, we're glad you didn't, too. So, perfect. So, good Good words, though. It's flattering, <laughs> like you said, but it's not always uh, um, good for your bottom line. And, and people don't realize, because I've been doing this a long time, they don't realize what a big deal it is to change companies and how much downtime mm-hmm. there
1: is. And yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah you've got to reestablish yourself. Yeah. You do. It's yeah. almost like starting over. Yeah. Yep especially when you're
0: associated with a great name like Berkshire Hathaway. And I, I know I'm a company guy and I'm supposed to say that, but I actually believe it too.
1: No, I, I hear that from my clients too. Good. All
0: right, Sherry, cool. Parkin, thank you very much for taking your time out today. We really appreciate it.
1: Everybody else will do this in thank a week. Hey, all
0: right, okay. you have a great day. Thank you. You too, bye. Bye-bye.